inside this ring, on this microphone, I am easily, easily the most complete pro wrestler on the planet. It's been almost a year since MJF won the AEW World Championship from John Moxley at Full Gear 2022. And quite frankly, it's been an entertaining title reign. He started as a despicable villain, and now he's completely embraced his new role as a very charismatic babyface. He's our scumbag now. Although he claims to start a bidding war in 2024 between AEW and WWE, Maxwell Jacob Friedman truly has become the MVP of all elite wrestling. In the last year, he defended his title against veterans like Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, and Samoa Joe, and also faced new young stars like Ricky Starks. However, many feel that AEW has not been able to build new credible opponents who could match up to MJF and carry AEW on their backs the way he has. He says no one is on the level of the devil, and maybe that's the problem. So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Maxwell Jacob Friedman has always been a protected guy. The moment he showed up for his first AEW show, Double or Nothing 2019, fans knew that he was going to be a huge star from the get-go. AEW booked him like one. He even had a moment with Bret the Hitman Hart on that Double or Nothing card. So yeah, he was meant to be a future world champion. He was instantly clicking with the audience. His exceptional microphone skills and ability to insult people on a level that, once again, makes him like the devil, made him super must-see television. He developed a reputation as one of the best villains in the wrestling business, not just AEW, and he was effective at making the audience dislike him. If they don't like you, they want to see someone beat you up. He was paired with Cody Rhodes during the first few months, but this partnership was short-lived as Max screwed Cody out of the AEW World Championship at Full Gear 2019 and even went on to defeat him at Revolution 2020. So yeah, AEW really wanted you to know that this was their guy. If you're working with Cody, they expect a lot out of you. He hired Wardlow as his bodyguard who helped him win matches, and it worked out for his character. It was classic 80s wrestling villain in the modern times, and MJF was hitting it out of the park. Following this, he faced John Moxley for the AEW World Championship, but was unsuccessful in capturing the title. Just a year after making his debut, he was challenging for the World Championship. This is when his program with the legendary Chris Jericho got going. Remember La Dinner Debonair? Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? A singing, entertaining segment. Yes, singing, showbiz, glitz and glamour, Broadway with body slams. 
It was such a famous segment, it got written up in mainstream media. It became one of the most entertaining things that was going on in pro wrestling at that time, and this allowed MJF to show his versatility as a performer with the singing and dancing alongside Jericho that added depth to his character. Jericho was able to survive MJF's labors of Jericho to get the match he wanted, and who would be the dirtiest player in the game? Who would use their baseball bat? Not Jericho. MJF couldn't even get away with hitting him with his dynamite diamond ring, but MJF used Jericho's Judas effect on him and, shockingly, humbled Jericho, winning by submission. Up until 2021, Max had already become a certified main event star, rocketing to that level, having won the Dynamite Diamond Ring that we mentioned earlier, a ring he still has to this date. He also defeated young stars like Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and Darby Allin in big featured matches. And fans were patiently waiting for AEW to give him the world title that many thought he would get. Before he could win that championship, though, he had to face the biggest challenge of his career. CM Punk. Punk made his debut in AEW in August of 2021, and within a few months, Max stepped up to the best in the world to prove that maybe he was better. Both Max and Punk are known for exceptional promos, and that's what we got from both of these guys together. These two stood in the ring for the first time and traded verbal jabs, and it was absolutely electric. Maybe one of the best modern talking segments in wrestling at the time. There was a long build leading up to their first match, which was in February of 2022 on an edition of Dynamite and Punk's hometown of Chicago. I saw this match. It was absolutely classic. Live in the Wintrust Arena, MJF got the win, sneaking by with the assist of Wardlow. However, that MJF Wardlow allegiance would not last long, and when they met at Revolution on March 6th, Punk got the win in a dog collar match because Wardlow didn't want to help MJF this time. A bloodied and sweaty Punk with a dog collar chain around his neck walked out victorious, and MJF walked out furious. He started an instant feud with his now former bodyguard, Wardlow, and absolutely got destroyed by him at Double or Nothing. But there was a lot of other things going on off screen that had more people talking than the match itself. Wardlow may have wanted to be the man of the night, but the man of the weekend in Las Vegas for Double or Nothing was MJF because he left fans speculating about his future. There were reports that he wasn't happy with his contract. He was performing as big as other people in the company, wanted a raise, and eventually got it. But that didn't mean before then that he wasn't so upset that he didn't want to appear as scheduled and advertised at an AEW fan fest in Las Vegas for fans that traveled into the show that weekend leaving fans speculating about what would happen. Would he even show up? But he did, and he put Wardlow over. The next week on AEW Dynamite, Max came out and delivered a scathing promo. He verbally destroyed AEW president and owner Tony Khan, calling him a f***ing mark. That's the boss. The billion-dollar boss of your company, the guy who signs your checks, you're willing to take those digs at him, you're bound for something, or you got a whole big set on you. That was AEW's version of a pipe bomb, and it wasn't CM Punk delivering it. No, it was MJF. And fans kind of knew this was a storyline thing. Following this, MJF was gone from the company for a couple of months. 
Around this time, Max's former rival, CM Punk, was crowned the AEW World Champion. Initially, the reported plan was for MJF to be the man to come back and dethrone Punk. At All Out 2022, MJF made his big return under a mask with the help of the firm faction to win the casino ladder match. And the big reveal that he was the masked devil man at the end of the show didn't mean anything because no one was talking about that when the show was over. That's because of the controversial all-out media scrum where CM Punk went on a verbal shooting tirade against AEW, its executive vice presidents, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. There was a fight backstage that ensued. Punk got injured in the match that night with John Moxley, where he won the world title. He was injured. He was also suspended. The consequences of this were that he had to be stripped of the AEW world title. And MJF was not going to get that big world title match with CM Punk. John Moxley stepped up to become the new champion, the interim champion. Mox had already defeated MJF for the AEW world title in 2020, but this was a different time. MJF was ready to be the top star around this time. MJF started getting full fan support. His transformation into a fan favorite and a full-fledged babyface is still iffy. He still has his edges, but he finds a way to get the audience to react to everything else he's doing. And it was solidified in an unforgettable promo with Mox's mentor, William Regal which turned him into the audience full-fledged babyface favorite. However, he was still the salt of the earth who insulted the audience at every chance he got. At Full Gear 2022, Max faced Mox for the AEW world title. Fans expected MJF to win the title here, but the way he won it really shocked some fans. William Regal, the man who was instrumental in Mox's career, screwed him and helped MJF win the title. We all thought that MJF would use some nefarious cheating ways to do that. And just like that, MJF was a full-blown villain again. It was a controversial decision as AEW could have used the opportunity to turn him into one of the biggest heroes in modern wrestling. But you can't deny the villainy heat that's there. You can't deny the snarling devil that MJF can be. And that's what he was when he became the world champion. The next time we saw him on AEW Dynamite, he dropped William Regal like a bad habit, which was William Regal's final appearance in AEW. Yeah, never trust the devil, right? And that's how he started his title reign. His first challenger was Ricky Starks, a young up-and-coming star who, like MJF, proved himself on the microphone and was ready for that next level. He absolutely embarrassed Max in a promo battle. No one except CM Punk had done that in AEW, was able to outmatch Max on the microphone. But Starks did it, which told fans he could be one to carry the company on his back alongside MJF. Obviously, it wasn't time for Starks to win the title, and Max was able to once again sleek by a really tough challenge. But he moved on to maybe an even tougher challenge, the best technical wrestler in the world, Brian Danielson. Max also defeated the American Dragon in a five-star, well-received 60-minute Iron Man match classic at Revolution 2023, maybe the best match of his career. Following this, it proved that he wasn't just a guy on the microphone who could have some good matches, but he's a guy on the microphone who can have some great matches. As MJF was weaving his way through Jungle Jack Perry, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Ethan Page, 
and Samoa Joe, he developed a friendship with a recently acquired big name in AEW, Adam Cole, baby, and eventually became a fan favorite together for which the fans had been clamoring to see for months. Many feel that he should have been a good guy when he started his world title reign, but hey, me on the other hand, I get it. Come on, you gotta chase the bad guy with the belt. Regardless of that, it has been established that he is one of the most protected guys in AEW. Yeah, he's a world champion, and has made it clear that he is the man to beat. But there is a big question. Who should be the one to beat him? Because let's face it, they haven't really built up any stars that seem like they have that momentum to take the big gold burgundy belt from his waist. Of course, the safe route is just to have established names like Moxley, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, Jericho, Brian Danielson, or maybe even Adam Copeland, you know, you know him as Edge, have him come over and take the title. And while it could work, staying safe is not the way to go. Having an established name or a former WWE superstar win the AEW Championship itself isn't what the company needs. They need some new stars. They need this belt change to make the person who makes that change. And it should be someone who is taken up to MJF's level. Get level with the devil. And the first name that comes to mind is Ricky Starks. MJF's feud with Ricky was short, but it was eccentric and showed what both men can do. And they can revisit it anytime they want now with their roles reversed. MJF being someone who's cheered and Ricky Starks being someone who's booed. But let's ask ourselves, is Starks ready for the world title? Yes, AEW can build a few months around him being a threat to Max's title reign. And given the fact that Starks is a villain here, it makes a lot of sense. The character change would work, but the company had an opportunity to build him into a legit star after his feud with Max earlier this year. But instead, he had a repetitive feud with Chris Jericho, which was interesting, and got destroyed by Brian Danielson. And he's not popular right now. He's not as popular as MJF. And it just maybe just doesn't feel like the right time. Sorry, Ricky. Darby Allen is another man who can defeat MJF, but his push in AEW has been inconsistent, though his matches have been violently entertaining, and having the icon Sting at his side would be pretty cool. Sting is set to retire in February 2023, and that's going to be something big at Revolution, and maybe Darby's going to be busy with that. MJF has already pinned him earlier this year at the Double or Nothing event, and it looks like AEW has no intentions of maybe putting him back in the world title scene anytime soon now that he's busy, you know, contending with Nick Wayne and Christian Cage. Same as Sammy Guevara, whose feud with Chris Jericho is another one that's going to keep him away from the world title. Another young star who has been pushed by AEW is Jungle Jack Perry, who's suspended right now for that whole thing at AEW All In with CM Punk in London, and it's unlikely he's going to come right back and be in the world title scene. MJF will defend his world title against Jay White, a real challenger from New Japan Pro Wrestling who has joined the AEW ranks at the upcoming Full Gear event. And while Jay has made a name for himself in the Tokyo Dome and being considered one of the most critically acclaimed wrestlers, he's relatively new for the AEW fanbase. And many people are doubting that Jay White is going to be so sweet, maybe even too sweet, to take the title from MJF at full gear. Yeah, sorry Bullet Club fans, it doesn't feel like the title switch blade is going to be turned on. But what about the man that made MJF into a babyface? What about the guy that made MJF embrace the fans and become our scumbag? What about the guy who won the Ring of Honor tag team titles with MJF at AEW All In and also main evented the show with him in London? What about 
Adam Cole. MJF already defeated Cole. Yes, he's a former NXT champion, and many people feel that Cole has the character motivation to be the one to dethrone Max based on this long-time story that AEW's been telling with both men. And ever since Cole came to AEW, Tony Khan has gone out of his way to make him feel special just like MJF, and maybe that's why they are paired together right now. But let's ask ourselves, does Cole really need this? He's already known as a name who was the face of NXT and reigns supreme in the black and gold brand. Sure, he deserves an AEW world title, but beating MJF will rob AEW of the opportunity to create a new, fresh main event star. Now let's talk about a few names who could benefit most by defeating MJF for the title. Orange Cassidy, the two-time international champion, OC, is ready for a main event push. He's already proved that he can be a reliable champion with his long international championship reign. Honestly, they should have booked him in a world title feud after he lost that championship to Moxley at All Out, but he was red hot coming out of that match. He's never had a full-blown rivalry with MJF and AEW, though they've interacted, and it is something that should happen and would be kind of exciting. He has a connection with the audience, he's really considered an AEW guy through and through, and gets huge reactions wherever he goes. Dethroning MJF for the AEW world title will elevate him to a status of megastar that some people think he already is. Another man who has never faced MJF is the Roughneck Eddie Kingston who can also be booked as a threat to Max's world title reign. He's a threat to anyone he gets in the ring with. He is the reigning and defending Ring of Honor world champion and the New Japan Strong Openweight champion. He's known for his raw, authentic, passionate promos. I've worked with Eddie Kingston on camera for AAW, and on the independent circuit, I can tell you there is no one who has as much conviction when they speak on camera as Eddie Kingston. He is what he says he is. His genuine energy facing a maybe possibly more sneaky, manipulative, and cheating MJF. Can you imagine the promo battle between them? It would be fire! Yes, he is on the older side, but age is a number in wrestling right now, and Eddie Kingston is proving it with his longevity, fighting through injuries, and still keeping two title belts. Maybe the underdog narrative with him getting some sympathy, a compelling choice to chase the AEW world title and become even bigger? That would be something that fans could sink their teeth into. And a win over MJF for the AEW world title could definitely prove a fresh and exciting direction for the main event scene. But another great choice to dethrone MJF is someone who has motivation to do it. His former bodyguard, yes, the man who writes symphonies with power bombs, Wardlow. Despite having a win over Max, Wardlow has not been able to keep that momentum going and get to the upper level above where he is. He did win the TNT Championship a few times, but that's about it when it comes to his success in AEW. The story of Wardlow breaking away from NGF was a really exciting one, and some people thought it would really make him into an even bigger star coming out of Double or Nothing 2022. But slowly, his stock just kind of diminished. He was one of those guys that sort of got lost in the shuffle, even with the TNT title wins. However, if he comes after MJF now for that title, it could push him to another level, and he has the motivation to do it. 
He recently returned with MJF's name written on his wristband, which indicates that AEW could be going in that direction. Yeah, seems like it. But it's unclear if he would be the one to take Max away from the title. AEW has been praised for promoting and developing fresh young talent. Elevating Wardlow to the AEW World Championship would be a testament to the company's commitment, providing opportunities for emerging stars and bringing a new face at the top of the card. In the world of professional wrestling, title reigns serve as a platform to elevate not only the champion, but also the promotion that champion represents. MJF's reign has at times fallen a little bit short in creating new stars, but it hasn't fallen short in creating compelling matches and storylines. And Tony Khan needs to build up fresh, new, reliable, believable challengers to max right now, or else AEW might have the similar situation as WWE has with Roman Reigns. Now, MJF is not a tribal chief, and he doesn't need to be. And holding the AEW world title for a thousand days doesn't make sense for him or AEW if none of the challengers are people you believe can take the title. Something to think about. And also, it would be interesting to see how this plays into that whole bidding war of 2024. Yeah, imagine MJF walking out of AEW with the world title. Yeah, some people would be freaking out in Jacksonville about that. Get into the comments below. Who do you think should take the AEW world title off of MJF? Or should he keep it and reign on? Watch more videos from Sports Keto Wrestling just like this.